Hey guys, this is Jim hitting at you on a late Saturday night. I am going to post this podcast because I just don't think that I'm going to be able to record with Carrie before the holidays and my OCD is bugging the living hell out of me about not posting it. Anyways, I think it's a really great podcast, but the last part is a little rough and that is actually what made me decide to buy a new laptop because we were going long. I had to do some editing on this one, so... Yeah, I hope you enjoy the podcast. As always, mopeds are dumb. Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a moped podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Second Chance, a moped podcast. Dude, was Rob not fucking awesome last week? Uh, the limo still gets me to this day. Like, oh, Rob, you got you to gotta go. You got to do uh pinball run um just so i rob thanks a lot but everybody thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of second chance moped podcast let's get um let's get our business out of the way uh first off we've got the instagram account second chance pod second chance pod on the instagram we got group page all that good stuff second chance moped podcast on facebook and facebook uh also we got the email i love the emails that keep coming on people like harass me whatever i don't care um second chance moped at gmail.com uh, the winner winner's coming folks it's here in minnesota i think by the time this drops i should be on my way to kansas city because i'm gonna go do another freaking ride down there because i see it's gonna be 60 degrees and i love to ride mopeds so yeah if you want me to come ride mopeds with you i'll be in florida over thanksgiving just throwing that out there too i'll bring a helmet whatever um but this week's podcast we we've got another left coaster um i love i love hearing the stories as you guys always hear me say that oh jim likes the stories jim likes his timelines yes i do um and i notice this it's weird because this uh lady is a photographer and i actually saw her photos popping up on friends pages before i ever realized who took it and chit-chatting back and forth with her trying she's a cute girl so i'm trying not to stick my uh foot in mouth so because i'm really good at that as all as we all know by now um i i come to find out more about her and some of her um roots in the moped community that just really really i don't know if impressed is the right word but like just of deep found of respect is what i would say more than anything um so let me ask. Let me ask our guest to introduce herself this week. Uh, hi there! I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Uh, before I say my name and who I am and where I am, I'm just going to let everybody know that I am sitting on a yoga ball. So all of the unattractive noises that come from this side of the uh, of the of the pod are um, purely yoga ball. So. Let's just clear that out of the way. Well, I jokingly said when this podcast started that like we are the great value uh, macaroni and cheese of podcasts. So like, don't worry about it. I finally, okay. I was running with the cheapest of cheap microphones and like finally your episode, you're going to be episode 30, like episode 29 in, I actually like, all right. I'll spend a hundred dollars on a microphone. So, so like, yeah, don't worry about it. Cause like 
anybody who finds this podcast does it because they love mopeds and they love the moped culture. So, and then, so their ears and their hearing sucks already anyway. Yeah. <laughs> good. All right. Good. Yeah. Great. Uh, my name is Carrie Shrek. Um, I'm from Los Angeles. I'm, well, I'm actually from upstate New York, but uh, I've been in Los Angeles for 12 years riding mopeds. And um, I'm one of the founding members of the Gaskets here in LA. Mm-hmm. And I've been taking pictures of mopeds and moped people for, uh, yeah, I mean, 12 years since the first month I moved to Los Angeles. Awesome, awesome. So here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, Gary, we go through the what happened, i.e. first time you ever saw a moped and the first time you rode it, smile, ride, all that good stuff. Um, what it was like, you know, just the journey and what it's like today. So let me ask you, Carrie, what was the first time you remember seeing a moped? Okay, first time I ever saw a moped. That two stories. Um, my stepdad, my stepdad's stepdad, because that's, that's where I'm that's at. That's so I'm at awesome. That makes yeah. me so happy. That's upstate. Um, yeah, I remember when I was a kid, he had a poop maxi, like a blue poop maxi. And he used to like... Nice putter on it to the liquor store and back like he of course he did amazing old like um he was like a big rig mechanic and then mm-hmm. retired and got like a like a freaking pook and i remember it just putted and i thought it was like the dumbest most hilarious thing i'd ever seen in my freaking life you just ride it to the store to get cigarettes and come back and um well that's uh, what they were designed for though this was you remember these things were designed like they came to america during the fuel crunch and like you weren't taking your 78 buick skylark for a fucking sixer run you were taking that pook maxi to get five thousand miles a gallon so your stepdad stepdad was doing the appropriate thing ralph but he i mean he had it like it also had it right like the even the evolution of mopeds from when i remember like first getting into them mm-hmm. uh like my first years in like los angeles was like i mean even then there were those guys that went to um uh south america on the mopeds but that was like crazy you would never push a moped that far you were going to be lucky if it ran pretty great for a month mm-hmm. and then you were going to work on it for another month like the <laughs> people are getting so much longevity out of bikes now like i think we have, we don't appreciate how much has changed you know even since we discovered it yeah, yeah. um so you remember seeing your that that was your first memory in again guys we're going timeline do you remember how old you were and like what the eight what the year you don't have to a lady doesn't have to reveal her her age but do you remember the year what year of the lord was it oh my god that must have been 92 okay 91 92 and i was just out of college at that point no i'm kidding um <laughs> i <laughs> no i uh yeah i been like nine nine years old i think okay yeah but the um the, but the time I like first got it and like kind of fell in love like that, I thought it was like dumb because I was a kid mm-hmm. and everything is dumb when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, but I, the first time I saw one and like fucking loved it was... It uh, registered and you, you understood yeah. what it was versus that dumb little thing that grandpa rode. Yeah. Yeah. It registered. The first time it registered as cool was in San Francisco. Of course, because uh, everything's cool in San Francisco, right? Yeah, back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, back then it was. Um, yeah, it would have been like 2006. I worked at a, uh, my first job in San Francisco. I, um, <laughs> so stupid. I worked at a play, like a stage play, like mm-hmm. an off-Broadway musical. And I was- Are you um, calling plays stupid? 
I mean, Gary, no. I th- you're an artist. I mean, uh, how, how how do you start calling plays stupid? I don't get. If I told it. you the name of the play, you'd feel like that's stupid. No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah, it was it was Menopause the Musical. God damn, that makes me happy. Like I come from a weird family, like Southern are you, Minnesota. Are you, are you a theater geek? A little bit. Like my mom's so she's that quintessential Southern Minnesota mom, mm. but she was a liberal in the seventies, burning her bra like that type of. Yeah, Gail dope. was yeah, but no. Then also she was so ignorant to certain things. Like she mistakenly um, used pot and thought that was oregano in the spaghetti, like in college, like her sophomore year. Like, that's my mom. I mean, I love her to death. Uh, Pot, I I discovered pot garlic bread in college, and it was... awesome. It's super dope. Yeah. (laughs) Very dope. Yeah. Um, Yeah, anyway, so I was was one of those people that runs out in black and changes the scenery. Okay. Between scenes. And the girl on the other side of the stage, she she worked at... um, Oh, fucking lost weekend video and one day benji and elliot i think with those two like rolled up on last weekend and and her name was uh oriana i think oriana still has a bike mm-hmm. and oriana like i saw her like years later at a rally and she comes out they're like whoa what is this thing and like um, two weeks later she bought one mm-hmm. <laughs> she like showed up to the play and it's pier 39 which is like a tourist area in san francisco yeah. so um she brought it right into the theater and leaned it in the back hallway. And it was a gold poop maxi. I'm pretty sure. And we were just like, this is the, co- I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, then I was really, really obsessed with them for like about a year, year and a half. Like, oh, like, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one of these things. I'm going to get one. Yeah. So. Did you get to ride it? Or was it like, what was, it, what was the first time you jumped on one and like felt that power band and like, even you oh didn't. God. I'll tell you. Okay, so now this is like, well, this has been three years, three and a half years later, right? I'm finally like, fuck San Francisco. Sorry. Fuck San Francisco. You uh, can swear all you want on here. Like, trust me, I, I've had, I didn't have a good experience when I was, the time I went to San Francisco, it was, I was what young. Year? Out, what year? Oh God, I was like 94, 95. I was out there go-kart racing and mm-hmm. I did really well like I normally did got drunk got in a fight pissed All off right. punk rock kid from the midwest what can you say <laughs> yeah they don't uh, they're very like a uh, passive here's the thing here's my real beef with san francisco is like i just found the art scene like sucked so much i just i hated the art uh i i felt like people were like so uh, man i should not be shitting on sorry I, just, I would just go on a diatribe all day about how much i started to like dislike san francisco at any rate hey i got so, the same feeling about iowa so don't worry about it i mean <laughs> that's totally different totally different reasons but i i hear your frustration yeah, don't worry understandable. about it i mean for me i'm like fuck that cultural city and for you you're like fuck that cornfield like fuck that flat just yeah. goddamn flat like people don't understand how flat it is unless you've been there like unless you've been to ohio and then you're like it's close ohio has some hills i'm telling you it has i mean same straight roads but it has some anyways <laughs> yeah oh, i hate it's oh, another place i hate now anyway so i'm finally gonna move to la and i'm moving here to like i work in film and i'm like if I, i'm gonna be serious about film i'm gonna move to la mm-hmm. so i moved to la and i'm like i hate cars like because i didn't want to participate in the uh what do i call it the uh 
the fascist, yes. <laughs> the, the, like the fascist DMV. Like I didn't want to participate in any, <laughs> or like you know, or like the, DMV. I, yeah, like I fascist love the DMV. Actually, I'm one of these weird people who are like I do not mind going to the DMV because it is such a clown show between the people and somebody the staff. Po- actually, so somebody pointed out to me. Somebody pointed out to me once, like, 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 here's the reason you really hate going to the DMV. Because you only go to the DMV when you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Unless you're 16 and you're getting your license, the only time you have to go to the DMV is if you fucked up. Like, you didn't mail in a ticket, or you didn't renew your license, or you didn't get your register. You know, like, you fucked up. Mm-hmm. So you're there with all the other fuck-ups. And that's why you hate it. And teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you hate it. So, um... Yeah, right. So I, I've decided, like, oh, I'm not going to get a car. I'm not going to get a car. I'll get one of these mopeds, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, I find on Craigslist, this kid is selling this bike. He had definitely crashed. Yeah. And um, I didn't know shit for shit about bikes, you know, at the time or mopeds or like whatever the fuck was going on. So he was like, he's like, oh, yeah, you got to mix oil with it. And naturally, I'm like, oh, yeah, you put lawnmower oil you know what i mean like you don't you don't know anything yep. so and i don't know i don't know why i thought i knew more than he did when he was explaining to me how it was working like, yeah, yeah yeah i understand i get it because so, now i, I want to bust your chops but i won't i won't bust yeah, your no chops. i mean so i've already i've self-owned like i just self-owned it's okay there's nothing you can say to me i don't know already mm-hmm. so um yeah so i'm just fouling plugs left and right but like yeah i pick it up and it is this sweet red orange moby it's a it was the 50v yep. it was 1978 it was that gorgeous burnt red it had uh fuck what was on it it had um uh, it had a banging kit i want to say it was like 72 cc kit oh, shit i can't remember which kit it had um i want to say it had a doppler pipe right on yeah and it was like i'm telling you that thing fucking hauled ass like i i took it to jeff you know the the first of 12 times i followed the plug and then couldn't figure out why i wouldn't start um you know what year is this before we get going like because you kind of said a little bit when you saw the 2009 this is is 2009 all right 2009 um that's rad yeah he's and he said to me so he's like honey (laughs) you can't see strip oil oh you know and um and he's were like, you even he, trying to do a ratio or were you just like filling up yeah. cup and throw it in or like yeah 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 i was doing yeah i was doing a ratio and i thought i was measuring it out and i thought it was all right the, from what 40 works whatever no big deal it was very bad um and it, it was really funny at that point i'd gotten really into the technical mechanics of it too like when i still lived in san francisco i had taken off the um Oh my God, why am I told you like my, the coffee's not there. My brain doesn't work. Hey, I'd taken off the carburetor. Okay. <laughs> I took off the carburetor, had taken it completely apart, mm-hmm. cleaned it, put it back together. Like I was into the mechanics of this thing. I just stupidly was doing one really dumb thing wrong <laughs> um, without having to go verify that what I was doing was correct. Anyway, so um, I get down to San Francisco, you know, like whatever, roll into the shop. Uh, there's a couple other things that are wrong with it. I think it had like, mm-hmm. You know who the fuck knows. flat tire, whatever, no big deal. No, nah, I mean like variated engines, so it had some. Kind I of- love, I know, I, I love when I hear people uh, talk. My first bike was variated. I'm like, excellent. Why? Like, why? My why first bikes were variated, still are. Like, yeah, you, you got. It shows how fucking stubborn you are. Are you willing to give up on it? 
I mean, he was, and I went in there and I mean, that was part of the magic of it. Like I had just gotten this bike full confession. I'd gotten this bike cause I thought it was cool and it mm-hmm. looked like it was easy to work on. And I You're wanted- You're 50% right. I know. And uh, I was like, it's, it's small engine. I took small engine classes in high school, beats the fuck out of me why I still didn't get the oil thing right. But the, um, yeah, and I was like, I was like, I can work on this. I can do this. This would be easy. This would be great. And like, but Jeff, when I took it in and I was frustrated because it would just keep not starting it would die and all kinds of shit. I mean, you, you had to like, the fucking pipe was so huge on that thing. You had mm-hmm. to run start it. <laughs> why would I do that for my first bike? At any rate. But he's, he's explaining to me like. Because it looked cool. That's why you had to do it for your first bike. Oh, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, yeah, but like when I took it in and Jeff starts explaining to me and the way that he is saying it, you know how when you can hear that a person loves so much the Mm -hmm. thing they're talking about and it like imbues you with this like enthusiasm that you have too. And the way that there are all these people that were hanging around the shop that like, I mean, I'll I'll give you, like, I'll tell you, like the first Jeff is explaining to me, he's like explaining to me what a variated engine is. He's like, actually, it's very elegant because it comes this way and it does this and it's like a very simple machine, but it does this beautiful thing. And I was just like, yeah, fucking hey, yeah. (laughs) And then also the headlight was always, there was always electrical problems with it too. (laughs) So um, I was sitting out there and I remember, what was his name? Tall as fuck. And he had like, I can't think of what his name was really really tall dude and he was he was, he was a late bird and mm-hmm. um he came out and i'd had this problem with my headlight he like went in got the part brought it back out put it on he explained to me how to put it in like you dial you take the lens off and you do this and whatever and you put it back in like you know it's simple light fix and i was like oh that's great man like what do i owe you for the labor and he's like i, I don't work here <laughs> <laughs> i i was just hanging out yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's mopeds that's that's, that's mopeds. mopeds like literally yeah yeah, and then the um, yeah, but I remember, like Jeff. I remember Jeff telling me he was like, you know, he brought it back around to me, like you know, after after he like fixed it all up, and he's like, I'm gonna tell you that this is the like, this is the bike that like a couple of guys I know race. He's like, this, this is a lot of bike mm-hmm. for a beginner. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you rid- have you ridden bikes before? And at that point, like, no, dude, I had been just ridden like riding in the bike lanes, <laughs> you know, like at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> Well, that's probably yeah. all it could do because you were following plugs out left and right. But like once they got it tuned, that thing probably fucked off. Oh, it yeah. ripped like a motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah. So then like that was like the first time I'm at choke, and then the guys are like, "Hey, we're gonna do a ride tonight. The late birds always ride on Tuesday night. You wanna go with us?" Mm-hmm. And so um, a plugs. I'll do a plug here. Um, on. During is it, this is this is in San Francisco now, right? No, this is in LA. I never okay, really LA. rode till I got to okay, LA. Okay, okay, okay. So this is uh, first week. I think I lived in LA. I'm in a sublet trying to find my footing. I don't mm-hmm. own a car. I own this fucking bike that breaks all the time. And yep. I discovered Choke. Like someone told me about Choke. Oh, I, I, you know, the first time place I got service was at 77 up awesome. in San Francisco. Okay. And he was telling me he's like, I know this guy Jeff. He's got a place in LA. Like if you have trouble, go there. So, you know, go there, he picks mm. it up and they're like, they're doing a ride tonight. So, um, sidebar, just mag, I've always wanted to be in Dice Magazine. I've been like okay. obsessed with Dice Magazine for ages and ages. And they got in touch with me uh, two or three months ago because they had found my photography and they wanted, they did like a small engine edition. Awesome. Yeah, I think July was the small engine uh, version of yeah. like issue. 
anyway, so I, I tell the same story, like in a little essay on that, but anyway. So we'll have, it, to, we'll have to get some type of link to it. If I can be, if I'm not running 5,000 different directions in my life, because I literally get up at 5 a.m. Oh and I'm going until 10, 30, 11 at night and then wait. Actually, I lied. I wake up at 4.30 a.m. I'm usually 20 minutes late to work at about 5.15, but it's 5.15. Nobody's yelling at you for being late. Hmm. What do you do? Uh, I work in maintenance and fabrication for a company called Raven Incorporated. Like one thing we do there, it's like big print presses. Like you, oh. have, your, you have your envelope like for mail and you know hmm. how you can peel that piece of paper off yeah and it's got that shiny on there we put that shiny on that piece of paper you peel off it's such a weird niche market but somebody does it and yeah an american job word word yeah yeah. right down i actually work in the building my grandmother worked in during world war ii which is it was it was a different company but it was still really spooky when my mom told me that but anyways back to that's pretty cool back to la and you and dice magazine and all the greatness Oh, right, right. Sorry. Uh, no I, worries, Gary. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, so they're like, oh, the late birds go on a ride. They're, they're a gang and they go on a ride on Tuesday nights. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> so, um, I, <laughs> so I like get these guys are all revving their bikes. It's really not like a small ride. It's like seven or eight people. And they ride from, they ride up around the lake, Silver Lake in LA. Okay. And they're around Silver Lake is um, this German restaurant called the Red Lion. Mm-hmm. Red lion and I mean, Don't worry, so it's German food. You're not missing shit. No, it's actually it's like mm. the fucking sausage and the beers, and they got the ladies and the later. It's 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 an amazing. It's I grew up uh, around a town called New Ulm, Minnesota. It was said it. Oh, don't even get me going about the Germans, but whatever. Up, up, upstate <laughs> is like yeah, upstate is a lot German. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, I these guys like they take off. Mm-hmm. I'm channeling behind them and at this point I've only ever gone like 20 miles an hour in the fucking, yeah. you know bike lane and they start ripping and it occurs to me that my bike can rip and they're gonna fucking leave me in the dust if mm-hmm. I don't open up the fucking throttle and get in the lane with them yep, yep. and um and I like I'm you know I've got like little sister mentality which is like I will not be left behind by men mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean like that's I, rad I, that's fucking awesome yeah you, you will not show me up so, yeah, yeah um yeah so I just like opened up the fucking throttle and the bike just kicks the fuck off very invention style yeah, yeah. It, it came alive because those variated bikes don't like to be half throttle oh my god I'm telling you and then like I just kept I just boom and it was the first time I'd ever hit full throttle on that bike keeping up with these dudes Mm-hmm. And like, I was so fucking terrified. It occurred to me, I have not gone this, I've only ever been on a fucking 10 speed. I've not gone this fast on a bike ever mm-hmm. on my own power. I am inches from injury. If I lean in any direction and I was so fucking scared. I'll never forget this. I was so scared. I just started laughing. Yeah. Like hysterically laughing. Yeah. Like I was so fucking terrified and that was my smile ride. Like, yeah. yeah fucking a dude that's yeah yeah and i got off the butt you know we get to the restaurant and it's just like you just feel you i always say to people it's like it's the closest thing in the world to flying Mm -hmm. and then you get there and you're like oh see what we just did (laughs) we were just going so fucking fast with no doors (laughs) you know what i mean like and um yeah and then and then you're just and then you're just in a great fucking mood and you and you want that 
and you pursue that forever. Yeah. You know? It's, I, I, I get to experience that a lot. And I, I don't know, like, I don't have a cute catchphrase for it. I don't know if it's opening a window or something happens to me and I just can't fucking stop smiling. And like, yeah. just hearing you talk about Gary, you're like, I think that probably happens to you a lot as well to this day with mopeds. Um, I, I've discovered, well, it was right after that. So I would still get a lot of anxiety riding. Okay. So what happened was I, that bike was too, too much bike for me. Okay. <laughs> I put yeah. it, I put it right into a foam pole yep. <laughs> like after two weeks because I'm an idiot. I hey, shit. let me ask you, were you wearing a helmet at this time? Because I know yeah. early days of mopeds, which you're a part of, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, no helmets or no full face or this or the other thing. Like, what, what was your riding at this point? Oh, no, fuck. Yeah, I mean, California, you have to. Okay. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, I like my face and my brain. <laughs> I, I want to keep them, gotta you know? Got to protect like, the money makers, I say. Yeah, got to protect that money maker. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I was definitely wearing a helmet, but uh, yeah, put it right into a tr- uh, yeah, it was a foam pole. Um, I'm an idiot, and um, then I got uh, I like Jeff. I also needed like I I work in film, and like it's really cute to have a bike. <clears throat> you can't call them up and be like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not getting hired if you do that. So <clears throat> I would be really paranoid that the bike wouldn't start you know, mm-hmm. or that I'd have a trouble, that I had trouble with it. So Jeff was just like, why don't you get a Tomos? You know, it's, it's brand, it's, it's spendy, but like, it's going to be, it's going to always work for you. Yep. And every repair is very easy. And you're going to be good. So <clears throat> yeah, that's what I like ended up getting one. Cause I ended up commuting. <laughs> My first job in LA was, <clears throat> this is so shitty. My first job in LA was I uh, QC'd movies, like QC DVDs. Okay. For the so, for us um, Minnesota folk who uh, have had a friend or two work in Hollywood, yeah. but don't know what the hell any of that stuff means, why don't you explain that to us? What's a Q, what, what's QC in movies? Right. So QC is quality control. Okay. And I had to do it for, uh, you do it for like a shitty small company in the Valley. <clears throat> the Valley for you, for those of you who don't know, is awful. <laughs> I've heard it's, a lot of stories about the Valley from Brad. It's a hot, shitty strip mall <laughs> that never ends. <laughs> Connected to the Hollywood Hills, I hear. Yeah. And those are fucking whatever. But like, <laughs> yeah, the Valley sucks. <clears throat> so I lived in Koreatown. Awesome. Which is where everybody in LA lives when they move here and then i commuted i did the math once it was like a 33 mile round trip every day on Mm -hmm. that on that tomos i think i put yeah i put like a thousand some odd miles on that bike and um yeah i commuted on that fucking tomos every single day and then uh you know i eventually got like a pipe for it and Mm -hmm. um got the the bullet light and the buddy seat and uh i love that bike so, so damn much glossy glossy black bike yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it um, uh, uh, top tank or step through? I had the, uh, I, first I had the step through uh, to start. Um, I had that for, his name was Hank. Nice. Hank got stolen. Aw. Yeah, I, I, yeah, everybody, you, you, you live in LA, you're going to get your bike stolen eventually. That's okay. the reality. Yeah. Um, Hank got stolen. Uh, like two years I got, yeah, after two years I got Hank stolen. Then I got an LX. Okay. That 
for two and a half years that got stolen are you locking these bikes up or are you just tr- I promise yes. <laughs> okay i promise yes although <laughs> I, I the hank was uh hank was locked to just locked to his own wheel on a porch ah so so yeah, yes but no but yes yeah if they snuck up the porch and they looked they yeah they could have taken them they took them oh so, which is scary dude i got followed like somebody followed me to steal them I love where I live because I'm not going to tell the world where I live, but like I have great neighbors and all I will say is my neighbors have tons of security cameras and security lights because of what they may or may not be involved in. So nobody's nobody fucks with my neighborhood. We'll just say that. Okay. Are they? Do you have have neo-Nazi neighbors? Is that what's happening? Uh, No, I have good farmers. That's what we'll say. Yeah. Really, really good, really good farmers. Yeah. That shit. That shit's legal here. So. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, So, so you're in LA. You got the Tomos. You're commuting. You're hitting some of these um, Tuesday rides. Do they have any catchy name for the Tuesday? Like, was it like the Two Stroke Tuesday or anything like that that you'll see? Or was it just like it's Tuesday where we're fucking riding mopeds? Oh, God, I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, they probably, you'd have to talk to a Laybird. I think they, they might have. Yeah. I, I'm, <clears throat> that, I was after that, like, I liked the Laybirds. I thought they were cool. Um, but then I met, okay, so then in my moped, <clears throat> in my moped history, it's like maybe a couple of weeks into it, I met, um, I went on a few of those Laybird rides. But, oh, it was, yeah, I was actually on the first Laybird ride. A couple of Wooly Bullies showed up, too. Okay. And the Wooly Bullies... Uh, with the people that I, you know, they've been, they've been like my family since. Like, uh, we, there was a couple of, both, there was a couple of bullies that were there at the, um, that went to Red Lion on that first night. And then we had like a chat <clears throat> and it was like, I mean, you know, mopeds, it's like, I just moved to the city. I don't fucking know anybody. I got this dumb little bike that shits out. You know what I mean? That is just like, I love, but how could anybody else? I, like I have just now come off my first ride and been like mm-hmm. fully in love. And then there's all these other nerds that love the same thing, the same dumb way I do. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, uh, I liked the bullies. They were like the anti-gang. Um, Laybirds were like the official gang. And um, I don't know, like I, they were, uh, the bullies were like staunchly anti-official moped army. And um <clears throat> Yeah, so I mean, I've been uh, hanging with those guys ever since. So then, um, one of the bu- a couple of the bullies. Well, this was Leslie's like, Leslie bully. This was her like her grand idea was the gas cats because she thought it would be like amazing to have female riders in matching jackets. Nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was like it happened at an American Apparel at the time. Of course, yeah. <laughs> they uh, they were they had like these gold jackets that were like I mean protection none like <laughs> it was basically like wearing a screen door <laughs> it was they're freezing mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you know they're like american apparel so they're made so flimsy which is a weird another sidebar it's a really weird thing for me to say i just came off of a year working on a documentary about american apparel yeah i was gonna say they're kind of they're maybe not the best company in the world with their labor practices am i correct about that or no actually what the labor practice is about the only thing I shouldn't say that. Uh, oh. The labor practices were the thing that they were the most admired for. They oh, I'll be damned yeah. because they, to me, as a as somebody who did zero research, like seeing the clothes and seeing the style, I'm like, 
those clothes have to be made by little children somewhere. So, Ooh. like, if they're not, that's fucking awesome. Thumbs up. No, I, I mean, I have to tell you, like, like that was the thing that was the coolest. He was pretty mm-hmm. shitty to other staff, <laughs> but, like, the people that worked in the factory got the highest wage in that industry. Awesome. Of any place. Mm-hmm. Um, there were free, there were massage therapists that walked around and massaged the cute little old ladies at the sewing machines. This there makes were, me so happy. There were phones. There were free long distance phones on the walls where you could call your family in whatever country they were in. Mm-hmm. And there were English lessons. They had childcare. They had, you know, like it was, it was a bad end yeah. of it. Was- like, yeah, that sounds like really, well, God, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You should watch. You should watch it. it, uh, it just I will. Yeah. yeah. Tell me. Tell tell everybody where to find this documentary. Is it uh, Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, something God, like that? I wish. No. Yeah. I wish it was one of those. No. It's on, it's on Quibi. <laughs> I so see. I feel like I have no. I got nothing. Like. Yeah. Nope. What? Yeah. Uh, there's a great John Oliver had a great joke about Quibi a couple of uh, episodes ago. He was like, "It's just like bad idea." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you watch it on your phone bad idea <gasps> yeah but please watch it it's a free trial <laughs> yeah, yeah how do you spell that for everybody is it like quibi is it in the app store or like yeah, yeah, yeah like do can... a little plug for it i don't care oh yeah you can get it yeah it's like free you can get it for free for two weeks and it doesn't like auto charge you after that so you just watch my thing and uh uninstall it um it's called quibi q-u-i-b-i I'll spell that everything. Yeah, for this. Thank you. Um, so anyway, so back to it. So there's actually a picture in the documentary. There's actually a picture of of the guy who ran the company's name is Dove, like holding up one of the shiny, you know, metallic jackets (laughs) we had at the time. And um yeah, it was just it was just cute girls on bikes and um you know the beginnings of that are like my, I always felt like, I felt like there was like a little bit of like a patronizing thing when that started. I loved it. I really liked it. I liked it a lot, but I felt like when it started, I was always so like, we should be emphatically saying that we want to work on these bikes on our own and that we don't like there were always in the very beginnings there were like these jokes about like oh we're always going to be fixing these girls bikes or like you know mm-hmm. the, they break down or you know just dumb i don't know pre-sexist yeah. <laughs> you know what i, I mean, mean? Like, it, was, it was stereotypes that have been around forever that like uh, girls don't know how to work on shit blah 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 like all that bullshit that has been indoctrined to a lot of guys i'm I am raising my hand. I am a freaking caveman male who is trying to evolve in these times and yeah. trying to open my eyes more and more. And, but every once in a while, I'll say some stupid shit because I have no goddamn filter. But like, well, I mean, look, having no filter is fine. I think that well, like, that's that's a result of a several head injuries too. Also, <laughs> um, but whatever. I mean, fast forward, like, and I, that would have been my biggest complaint in the beginning was I didn't, I didn't like to feel that, um, that like, <laughs> you can't fix an bank. But like, fast forward ten years, like Nicole, who's uh, one of the, um, you know, like one, like who's also a gasket. Nicole is one of the people running the moped workshop in LA, mm-hmm. yeah, um, which is free classes uh, that was being held over at this um, great like garage. 
And um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was free. You could come and have most mm-hmm. of you come and learn about like whatever the hell. Last season, they built a bike from the ground up. Um, and and like I would say, half the people at those classes are women. It's yeah. uh, and my and my whole message even back then was always like, and lo, I'm not that great at fixing my bike. I can clean a carb. I can diagnose a problem. Am I great at fixing an air leak? No. Does somebody have to help me build the clutch? Yes. <laughs> like, you know, yes. Yeah. But my, my point of it was always like, look, like we, as women, most of us have jobs where we tackle, learn, and operate very complicated software yeah. or computers or machines. It's a fucking two-stroke engine. It screws, <laughs> <laughs> the air goes in, it mixes with the gas, and then power happens. Like, this is not complicated, mm-hmm. you know? No. Well, these are stupid, dumb, complicated machines. But no, everybody, it doesn't matter who, what, anything you are. We all, I, we all can learn these machines. And it's like, like I said, again, for myself, like, not having that big brother syndrome where, like, uh, nudging the girl out of the way and fixing it myself, just allowing mm-hmm. somebody to do that. And that's, yeah. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. I always have my chip on. Sh- I always, I always have a chip on my shoulder about that. I remember actually, like recently. Do you are you on Moped Reddit? Rarely. I'm so busy with everything that I I I am not. I go on there to post the show every once in a while, maybe like mm-hmm. once every other week, but that's about yeah. it. Somebody, uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody posted. This is just recent. I was really really happy about it. Somebody posted that they bought like a ninety something Tomos and like what should I really do? Like, how do I know if it runs? Like, what kind of maintenance do I do? Like, is this really going to be a reliable thing? Mm-hmm. And I just like bullet pointed, like do this, do this, like maintain this, make sure you're doing this, like tighten down those screws. Like it is rattly, like yada, yada, diagnose this, this in this way, like always be able to like clean your car because dirt will get in it, put a mm-hmm. hole in your air box, like and upgrade uh, to like a little bit of a higher, um, sorry. Uh, jet sorry it's just no, no coffee today it's like hey, oh, just no 60 jet and put a hole in that air box and this, yeah. this, and this and this and you'll be able to get the speed out of it and you'll be able to have a reliable vehicle and then like and then somebody responds like this dude said everything and i'm like yeah i mean i'm a girl but <laughs> isn't that the best compliment you could get though like at yeah. that point like yes no i like i don't know that yeah i mean um, i don't yeah sure, sure yes and no but it's, um the there. the people are coming around is is meaning is what I meant by that, um yeah and I'm that's awesome that you're teaching and that you're getting on the forums and doing that and being a part of the community in that way that fucking that shit makes me so happy especially yeah I mean and I'm like look I'm so surface like on that same um pinball run where Rob Burrito had the fucking i love that limo great, i have great photos of that limo Dude, yeah. yes you oh. gotta you gotta send me some because oh. really really podcast land that that episode hasn't hit the air yet oh, so yeah, no dude i don't care like yeah because yeah, i always you i always run a week behind so like yeah send oh, me, of course send, yeah. Me, yeah. send me photos of the freaking gold rust limo because i've only seen it in travis tutorial and oh, i was just like shit. oh my god that is so fucking rad Oh my god, it was so glorious. But like in that one, I followed Jake and you know Jake and Ashley. 
Uh, no, I remember I'm only like three years ish. So to the scene, like, so. Yeah. Jake and Ashley, uh, were San Francisco, uh, they're creatures for a long time. Ashley okay. moved to New York. Um, but they were like best bud, uh, moped team. And Ashley is a fucking crazy wrencher. Like mm-hmm. she killed that shit. Like, I mean, she, I, I like, I watched them work together on the road and I was just like, damn this girl knows fucking <laughs> that bike inside and out and actually that picture that i have i don't know if you've ever seen it of the bike going over the bridge in san diego the girl with the hair like going up the back that's that's ashley awesome awesome i'll have to go back i'll have to go back and look like i've looked at a lot you your photographer i i want to say some other words but like so like i've gone through i've looked at a lot of your photos but your photographer you take a lot of pictures you have a lot of photos to look at and they're yeah. all really rad Man. um yeah she's uh yeah i mean i got i i shot like jesus a thousand yeah yeah about 1200 photos on that pinball that's so, run that's so fucking rad it's incredible yeah like yeah. and i i I wish that I loved Travis's um, retrospective of that th- pinball three. That was just, that was rad. Like it was, it was just so mopeds. Um, oh, James, you know, like James's whole backstory from that. Mm-mm. Oh my God. You know, James Culver. Yeah. I've heard, see, you gotta remember there's this huge oh, yeah. West coast divide that like, that's some of the reason why I love this podcast so much. Cause I'm getting to meet you guys and girls out there. Like just, yeah no why don't you tell us about these fine folks oh he did a um hold on one second i'm, I'm gonna go get the, can i can we pause for a second I'm we can pa- well podcast land we're going to take a brief break right now all right guys you know what so our great guest carrie got up and went and got a magazine to look at and tell me and tell us all and me and her have been talking for the last 20 minutes with the goddamn recording pause, so we and had great, we great. had great conversation that you guys will never know. This maybe some of the best second chance podcast ever lost and lost to the ether. But, there was for the for the people for people out there who know the stories already. We were talking about Portland strip clubs and the Portland rallies, and <laughs> all the stories were there, and and there was there was some strong clitoral talk. <laughs> Uh, i i outed i outed an 18 year old mopeder for not caring about tits and loving mashed potatoes a little too much maybe we don't know what he did with or without him in the bathroom but whatever um but so you got the the gaskets are forming um yeah yeah how like is it just like you told you i I don't even know where the hell we are in this um, conversation anymore, guys, because I am, again, sleep deprived at this point, but that's okay. Um, you came in, your boyfriend at the time said your guest get. Um, yeah. how, how, how many? Sorry, that sounds really girls? misogynistic. Like he just determined that I was like. Yeah, yeah I was, I was yeah. giving you shit about being a hell of a prospect period <laughs> and everything. It's like, is that like the little kids in the playground? You're my best friend now. Okay. Yeah, like, so we we he definitely like he went to a party one night with a bunch of bullies and like and then he came home and I was like sleeping and he wakes me up and he's like, So there's there's like a girl gang now and, and you're in it. So like <laughs> cough up the twenty five bucks for the 
<laughs> like it's happening. Uh, they're going to beat you and give you the jacket. So uh, it was pretty cool. Um, the, we're, you know, we're just cute girls on bikes. Um, I, I can't remember if we talked about wrenching already, but let's just pretend we did. And then, um, yeah, the, yeah, the, um, it, the original, I, a lot of the original fold is gone. That, you know, we're talking about 10 years ago, 10 years yeah. on now. So, you know, a lot of them have like met, left and got married. And, you know, was, uh, I know a set of twins was had in there somewhere. Mm. Um, but the, one of them broke off, Kelly broke off and she moved to Portland. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how we came back to strip clubs. Um, she, she kind of started an arm up there of Portland mm-hmm. Gascats and, uh, yeah, so they, like, there was, found some girls up there, they were, like, already in, like, a kind of uphill battle adjacent and, um, puddle cutter adjacent, and then they sort of all jumped in and there was a, a Portland wing of the Gascats and, um, and then I, and then, and then I started talking about strippers. Yeah, but, yeah, and but, we always love strippers here that's at where, Second <laughs> podcast um i even stumble when i talk about anyways um so the gaskets are forming la scenes happening um Mm -hmm. what what's riding like is it you talked about tuesdays is it just the bullies and gaskets kind of forming or is it like all clubs congregate or how is that um you know the kind of the time that the uh the the laybirds sort of like were falling off i think that they kind of retired i want to say in 2015 2014 yeah they had like they had been moped official for a long time the bullies were pretty like staunchly didn't want to be official in any way they wanted to be groms and yeah they might have even coined the phrase i don't remember (laughs) but um you know so the uh the gaskets were a crew Mm-hmm. yeah the bullies were a gang and labors were moped official and so i would say that the we didn't do like i don't think the bullies were doing like nightly rides necessary the the gaskets would do like event rides like we yep. like to do a ride and then some of the long beach guys would come up and maybe the you know like there's uh there was just started at that point there were just gangs starting kind of in like the valley mm-hmm. um they would come down you know like thinks people might show up like it was you know it was an event like and we would do like fun stuff. We did like uh, Valentine's Day rides. Um, we did a Halloween ride. I remember one year we did homecoming. Yeah. We did like awesome. a January, yeah, homecoming ride. Um, and we did a glamour shots ride. Fucking a right. Where I, I, yeah, I set up like like a backdrop against a tree, and I got one of those like soft focus, you know, filters God. for the face. Yes. yes. And then yes. somebody brought like props, and so. Yeah. Um, so we would do stuff like that. that that's rad. Um, trying to. We're we're twenty fifteen. Late birds are falling off. Uh, bullies are still doing their thing. Gaskets are still um, forming, kind of finding their own identity. Um, what has there? And like I'm like I always tell people on this, I'm still really new to this whole moped scene. Is anybody throwing any big rallies in LA proper at this point? Oh God. I mean, we just had, man. Um, yeah. So if you guys want to go to my, I'll take a, I'll plug it now. Yeah. If you want to go to my um, WordPress, which is a uh, rad, rad mopeds, mm-hmm. um, just check out my rad, rad mopeds. Uh, and then I've got like, I've, I try to do like a pretty good, like couple of, um, uh, 
albums for every event. Like the mm -hmm. last big event we had was just, just a year and a half ago, would have been February of 2019. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was a hot dog party. Awesome. That was hot what? dog thing. So, t okay, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute. That was that around Tampa? T Never mind. <laughs> Bringing up Tampa Steve again. Our Bur He's been now dubbed Bourbon Steve. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, you know, the guy leading the rally decided to do shots halfway through and lead the rally. That was awesome. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the stupidest thing I've ever heard happen. Well, rally. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's uh, MA 2020. Um, <laughs> but so at this point, you're going to rallies, you're going to West Coast stuff. Have you been branching out at all to Midwest stuff, to Southeast stuff? Have you been hopping on planes, shaking hands, meeting the people? Like, what's yeah. the moped culture for you at this point in your life? So for me, like, I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm like just a socially, I've always been like kind of a socially like awkward person. Like, I just, um, I'm just kind of, yeah, I just the person that like, I love, uh, like, I really like socializing with people but mm -hmm. i a um i have a problem where i apologize this is for the moped community at large i some people know this, some people don't i i can't recognize people i have a really really hard time recognizing faces like Fucking, really yep. hard time <laughs> and um like i'll go to rallies i once <laughs> i once drove up to the races at apple valley with mike boyd and mm -hmm. had to halfway through the day tap someone on the shoulder and ask them if mike boyd was standing 20 feet from me like jesus I, christ yeah like i can't i like i just can't recognize people it's a really okay. really hard time so um yeah so i will um meet people at rallies and then be introduced to them again and they just think i'm a complete fucker because i don't remember i never remember who they are yeah um so like i don't know like my trick has always been to just kind of um if, if i have the camera then i like at least i have a function and a purpose mm -hmm. you know like when i'm doing something and um and also you know like i had i'd always wanted to be like a um a journalist so like in my in my spare time i shoot news and events and things like that but like I always had a camera and so i was just around fucking mopeds all the time so mm -hmm. i was just shooting mopeds all the time and um, I started to feel like I loved like seeing what the flavor of different cities was. Mm -hmm. And so um, well, I had some friends out here that were going to go to a Brooklyn rally in 2013, 2013. Um, I was, of course, and then the Brooklyn rally and the uh, Boston rally were like within a few days of each other. So we just mm -hmm. made it a trip. Awesome. Yeah. yeah and it rad. was oh, it was fucking incredible. Like going through Times Square, you know, the gaggle of mopeds. Yeah, was, I, you know, I'm definitely going to be doing that. I, I've got to hit an Upjet rally next year. Uh, All right, like Parker and the boys, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, Parker, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Yeah. Parker's a, you know what, I'll say it. Parker's a beautiful, beautiful man. He's <laughs> a beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. he's a beautiful yeah. man. That's, I mean, for those who don't know Parker, get to know him super nice guy like me and him chit chat every once in a while yeah yeah like, great had, instagram and total i have yeah total photography like mm -hmm. jealousy yeah yeah. 100%. yeah and his um, and his blue eyes you can just get lost in i mean what no lost. sorry parker sark <laughs> everyone's a <laughs> love parker um yeah but so he 
<laughs> actually on that rally is when we met um nice the controversial <laughs> figure about the community um was hysterical and i actually like um we met him at that fucking brooklyn rally and he was just he was i like give yeah, people there's been many times like in ladies of moped army i remember having this conversation a few times and i have like again to go back to this i i'm I'm a socially awkward person at best and like consistently put my foot in my mouth at my worst. And yeah. As I and raise it, my hand, folks. <laughs> and it takes a minimal amount of alcohol for me to just say exactly what I think. And okay. so, uh, yeah, I don't know. So like people will get on ladies in the Puppet Army and they kind of hate on And I would just sort of be like, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm the kind of person where I like, I won't, I won't unfriend anybody in the community especially in the moped community for mm-hmm. their like different views and we are living at a time when our views diverge a great mm-hmm. deal <clears throat> and like you know people have tried to like call out him and like you know many there's been like all kinds of controversies my thing with him is always just like you never he's a troll like you're never changing his mind by like calling him mean like <laughs> you're never gonna do that and so um or you know but he is an asshole but he's not but it's mopeds and you meet a lot of strong personalities kindly yeah. say <laughs> and be generous um yeah i don't know so i think was- we all have that friend in moped life where we not necessarily apologize for him but like yeah i mean last year there was some like accusations going around about somebody and i i didn't like you know it's it's hard we're at this like juncture in society mm-hmm. where it's it's like the i you know for me to be like well that wasn't my experience like that's not really enough no. you know anymore to to prove innocence and i get it if people it's, it's a hard like it's a hard reality to deal with like if yeah. your experience as a person has always been basically positive yeah but somebody else has made an accusation and we, and, I, and i always tell people as a man standing here right now if i offend you or like cross a line you have to allow me to know so i can apologize because generally like at least me I go through life. I don't try to hurt people's feelings or truly upset unless they're an absolute asshole to me. Then that's game on then. But like if I stuck foot in mouth at one point, let me huh. apologize. Like, cause generally I don't know I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I mean, it's, it's a, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that it's like defensive or whatever this person was accused of doing. And I'm not calling out this, whoever accused him a liar, mm-hmm. but like, on the other hand, it's tricky because we, we have this like sort of community and culture that we've built in mopeds where there's a very like familial feeling. And mm-hmm. when somebody makes an accusation, it's not like me saying, I don't believe you. It's me being like, I can't believe my brother would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of something like that. Like I, I, I'm, I've ridden with that guy. Guys like helped me up my fucking bike fell, you know, whatever. Like, like uh, he like, gave me some two-stroke oil and was yeah. super nice to me and let me a helmet. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it's not just like an accusation that I should believe. It's that like this, this person who's like woven into the cloth of this, <laughs> you know, like thing I believe so much in is, has an accusation. It's hard. It's hard for you to believe that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just as much as it's like hard to hear someone just call them a dickhead. I'm like, yeah, but uh, I mean, he's my brother. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, it's, it's, it's a touchy subject anytime like when things get thrown out in social media we can all identify with that um but into a lesser subject (laughs) 
<laughs> so, um, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done in mopeds? Oh God. Oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> I would say I, God, there's just, just it's, there's so many. <laughs> What's the dumb in a funny way then? Are absolutely humiliating. Whatever, it doesn't matter. No, I would say the dumbest thing I ever did. Um, I mean, the dumbest thing I ever did was like drink too much and get on a moped. That was the stupidest thing I've ever done. And it was right. like I was, yeah, I was at a like Laybirds fundraiser for like a Laybirds rally, and I like, I mean, here's here's the thing. A little tiny, just a little tiny bit, a tiny bit of like one drink, and then wait it out for a few minutes, and then get on your bike, is one of the most pleasurable feelings on the, in the world. <laughs> like I'm sorry, it is. No, like, dude, don't yeah, apologize. Em- empty road, dark night, it, just feeling feeling good. Like mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're safe and there's nobody around, it's the greatest yeah. feeling on the planet. Yeah, loose is fast. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, it just is. <laughs> you know. Hey, I fucking dr- drunk, uh, drove and drank pretty much my entire high school career. Like, don't I am nobody's judge when it comes to drinking and riding. Like, I will never say to anybody you should. Like, we're all adults here. We all make choices, and yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, every, I, every fucking rally I've ever gone to, you stop at a bar halfway. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. I just because the sober guy, like. Yeah, I don't care. Like, we're all adults, man. I wish I could have one with you. But oh, then man. I'd have, like, 15 to 20 to 35, and then everybody would really not like me. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just – It's off switch with me. It's one oh, and we're done. Yeah, it isn't for me. I mean, like, I – oh, my God. We had a rap – we had, like, a kind of an unofficial rap party this weekend. So, like, two of my bosses, a coworker and some stranger – had some drinks and it was margaritas and I'm a nervous drinker. I'll just keep drinking when I'm nervous. And I, I can't look, dude, I cannot handle liquor. Hmm. And I was, I mean, at work, they've been telling me stories and I'm just like, Oh God, I was so obnoxious. Like I, like I'm, I have zero memory of what happened because I'm such a fucking lightweight <laughs> and fully obnoxious. Uh, anyway. So I went to like a late birds fundraiser. This is like way back. It's probably 2010. I want to say. And, um, yeah, I mean, they were just pouring these drinks, like, so strong. And um, I'm 134 pounds, yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you know. And, um, yeah, I got on the bike, and then I just, uh, it'd be, like, me and, like, two other, me and a bully and a gasket, and we, like, barrel down the road. Um, we stopped at a diner so that we could pee. I can't hear you, I think. I, I said nice. Yeah. Uh, we stopped at a diner, like late night style, so we could pee. And I remember, I recall it was a really crowded diner. And I remember walking through this diner and eating food off of someone's plate. Oh, you're that person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You, you just got really low. Sorry. Did I, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? We will see how everything's going because I am trying to talk and are we hearing me? We're going to hit pause. Yes. Pretty low. Yeah. Diner time. So I'm at the diner and I like definitely, uh, we was me, a bully and a gasket and we're like walking through the diner so I can see it. I definitely like took food off someone's plate. (laughs) I definitely took a slice of pizza right off someone's plate. That's how not able to ride I was at that moment and um yeah no, I just like hit 
a bump. It's like we went down like, I took like a wrong turn down a bad street or something like that. And I'm on the bike and don't remember what happened. I I must have had a bad bump, um, concussion, fell concussion, ambulance came. Um, Yeah, I took all the skin off of this finger. I took all the skin off the pinky down to the bone. Ooh. Yeah, it was bad. And uh, that was, yes, I, I, I know, understand at this point, like to really be cautious about how much you drink and get on the bike. So mm-hmm. knock on wood, I haven't had an accident like that in 10 years. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so dumbest thing you've ever done. What's the coolest thing you've ever done in mopeds? God. Um, Were you just, because I, I, I always talk about this with guests, like, where you just stand back in the moment and just think, fuck, I'm a part of this right now. Like, and it, it happens to me all the fucking time, like all the time in mopeds. And that's why, that's like yourself a little bit, like I get out and travel and I fucking do shit because I never want to be that person talking about what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to fucking do it today. Fuck that. Like, I'll say the coolest thing was two. There's like, once I got away from the cops, it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> which was like, yeah, I was on a moped. It was late at night. It was North Hollywood. It was coming from that shitty QC job. Oh, we never finished talking about that, by the way. QC. Okay. QC. Quality. Yeah. Quality control. Cool. In the valley. To- in the strip mall. In the valley. Yeah. Well, my first job, I used to ride the fucking moped 30 miles to this fucking job. That was like, that paid like 14 bucks an hour or something like that. Awesome. And then, um, yeah, so like uh, you have to watch the DVD masters of movies over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So um, at the at the time, I had to watch Transformers two in every language. It was t- torture. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Transformer two is torture enough, and then you see it in a language you don't understand. Like watch it in French. <laughs> Damn it! Fucking worse. Yeah, Michael uh, fucking Bay. Oh, oh terrible shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um. Yeah, the I would say like I was coming home like late at night. I don't remember what was going on. I think maybe my headlight was out. There was some reason my taillight was out. My headlight was out. Yeah. Um, I don't have, I, I don't have, nor have I ever had a motorcycle license that you're supposed to have for doing mm-hmm. this. Um, I don't want to get pulled over. And again, dot dot dot, the fascist bureaucracy, the police that I didn't work, the DMV and the police I didn't have to participate <laughs> in. So I saw these cops worried for whatever reason it was that they were going to like do a u-turn i watched them pass me they get down i think saw the taillight was out or something like that pull the u-turn and i i am jamming as soon as they pass me i'm fucking jamming you know every every 39 miles an hour this fucking bike can go i'm jamming full low position yeah i'm full full talk at 39 and then i um i hang a corner i hang another corner i duck into an alleyway and thank fucking god there is a dumpster at the end of it and i and i cr- i cruise in kill the fucking lights and yeah. duck behind the dumpster and i see the car the cop car go by with fucking the light badass with the fucking light and i was just like that's oh, that's a cool no one saw it yeah but it was the coolest thing i've ever done yeah, yeah. um and I, w- I would say like generally the coolest thing now is um I do a lot of ride photography, so mm-hmm. I, um, I have perfected the on the back of the moped or on the back of the motorcycle, like camera situation. Mm-hmm. So I can, um, I'm a very good cupcake. Yeah. So I will 
I perfected the like one hand shoot the behind like I can really aim I've, I've really gotten good at like all the auto functions you yeah, know yeah. if I have to like tweaking stuff out and changing my focal points and whatnot um but I've also perfected the one-handed lens change Ooh. so you know I can like you know like take an arm like put it down like I might go around the waist of the person and like come oh, back hey now it. yeah mm -hmm. um yeah I've I got really good balance. I won't throw off my driver uh, nice. if, I'm, if I'm ever at a rally with you. Um, thank you to all of my motorcycle drivers, by the way. <laughs> let me double with them over the years. I can't dubs. I can't be a dub and I can't do it. Like it's a weird, con for myself, a weird control deal. Like I can't handle it. Like I did last time I did dubs was up in Wisconsin for like two miles. I'm like, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, you have to give away a certain amount of, you know, whatever, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and you have to, it's, it's all about like, it's just like a tango. Like you, mm -hmm. the tango is that you have to be able to read the body of the person that you're on the bike with and then mm -hmm. move, you know, with them. So, uh, yeah, I've, I'm really proud of, I've gotten, no one's ever gotten a good photo of me doing it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty good of the, uh, you know, on the, the back in the back photographer you know, riding on the back of the bike photography. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to ask uh, some questions I got. I'm like everybody else. I never take enough photos at rallies. I never do, but I need something other than my damn phone to do it with. You know, I need some quick little handheld something or other. I'll have to ask you. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to get some recommendations, but I, I've been spending too much money on mopeds anyways lately. So why not <laughs> spend some more? Um, yeah. What before Rona hit, um, what were your 2020 moped plans? Um, yeah. Oh, so did I, you have, um, did you have any rallies? You're like, did you get the calendar out and kind of look at it? Like, okay, I have to go here. I want to go here. Maybe here. Well, I'm really interested in like, uh, like moped culture in other countries. So, mm -hmm. um, I went Don't to talk to me. Yeah. I was supposed to yeah. go over to the fucking Red Bull all the way in Austria. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I had bike lined up and everything like, I was going to go over there for the like five days and go ride and but fucking Rona. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, I visited the guys in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. Teufel, Teufel, I can't pronounce that. Teufel, Teufel, um, they were amazing. It was the most fun I've ever had. Um, beautiful city, beautiful bikes. Mm -hmm. um, it was a sim, like a, like an 80, like a, you know, like cold war era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or iron curtain, you know, like it was a sim. Um, beautiful, awesome, fun bike. Uh, was mm -hmm. my loner, and then um, then I went to Croatia. Okay. And I hung out with these dudes in Croatia, which is like such a beautiful, gorgeous country. I mean, it was like a handful of guys, but yeah. we had a blast. And the countryside <laughs> is freaking gorgeous. I hear nothing but great things. There's um, there was another huge moped ride that uh, moped rodeo was supposed to go through there, and yeah. Yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had just, so it was going to be one of two things. Um, well, one of three things. Uh, Gasket, Donovan, and I were maybe going to do motorcycles along part of the Trans-Siberian Railway. Okay. That was supposed to be in May. But nope. And um, there's also a handful of guys in New Zealand that I've been talking to for a few awesome. years now. And I, I really wanted to go uh, check them out and see what they're yeah. up to. Take yeah. that 20-hour flight. Yeah. <laughs> New Zealand's the only continent I haven't been to, or Australia. Uh, 
but yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fucking that's rad. Like, yeah, go do it. I tell that to anybody anytime. Don't talk about it. Go do it. Like life is way too short not to fucking go do shit and use your body up and make it oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm going to be a hurting old man, but you know what? I'm okay with that because I, I had some fun. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, these photos, like, the whole reason I do this is that, like, I want, I don't want people to just, like, I don't want it to just be, like, oh, look at how cool I used to, I mean, in a way, yeah, like, look at how cool I used to be, but, like, <laughs> you, to, to remember the, that moment in your life mm-hmm. where it was, like, yeah, you, you know, even, like, fucking 10 years ago, these pictures I was taking of people on bikes, so it was, like, yeah, we had so much less to worry about at that time, but it was, like, such a, like, innocent, not innocent, but, like, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a value in preserving that time. Yeah. And even, even, and even, and it's not, it's not over yet. Like I still, there's a value in, you know, preserving the fucking rally that happened last year. Or even last week. It doesn't matter. Like you do such a great service to the community by being a professional photographer, doing what you do. And I mean, I, I can't thank you enough for what you do. Um, What is the, Sorry, but I, when I turn away, I'm either burping or I'm yawning because, again, lack of sleep. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> no, I, I, keep, I keep checking the phone because I have to um, – I, I have a uh, – full disclosure, I have a date at 8 o'clock, and I, uh, I haven't put on pants yet, so I will need to do that before I go to I, the date. Dude, the date will like it better if you don't wear – I mean, what? No, no. <laughs> Um, I mean, he well, the restaurant might <laughs> not appreciate it. Fuck him. Uh, not literally. That's you gotta get dinner first. But um, no, do do. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Bad, bad, bad joke. Um, what's your? I, again, I end this every time. I believe twenty twenty one. Where it's gonna be the year of the rally. I believe. Um, oh God, I, be I, I I believe we're gonna get the shit figured out. It doesn't look like it right now. It's the darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. Fuck this. I am a positive person and I will stand in, I'll stand here trumpeting this 2021. It's going to be the fucking year of the rally. So what are, where's four places you want to go to for rallies this coming year? Oh shit. And why is Minnesota one of them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never been to a Southeast rally really so I like what's southeast to you is like bourbon yeah. uh yeah like uh tennessee i either do kentucky tennessee or uh atlanta okay yeah swoops i hear i mean fuck the swoops but like yeah. you you hear nothing but good things about the rally so good things, yeah 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 um Oh God! Uh, fuck Detroit. I've never been to a Detroit or a Chicago rally. I'm definitely hitting a Detroit rally this year. You mm. probably won't get murdered. Is still my favorite name to a rally. Like, I have see. I'm I'm jealous because I I have this bad luck of like I feel like every rally I go to doesn't have a good T-shirt. <laughs> Which is like I went to so many I went to so many like Portland. I love you, but your T-shirts are always awful. <laughs> Except for like the year, it was like, I think it was a year before I started going to rallies. Uh, I think at Portland was straight to blackout. Have you ever seen those t-shirts? No. It's the greatest rally t-shirts. They should just re-fucking issue these because I had super own one. It's, um, it was a pink, it was a hot pink t-shirt. Awesome. With a chimpanzee with like Mm -hmm. 
star-shaped sunglasses and a jetpack shooting rainbows. Yeah. And I think and I think Fuck. he was holding a bottle of liquor and it was the greatest t-shirt, rally t-shirt ever. I love the moped community, but Jesus Christ, can we get away from black and white t-shirts? Like yeah. I got I, I'm I'm still a person of I'm not gonna wear a rally shirt that I haven't been to. Like I just I just won't. Um I have two of those. One is a rally shirt I won at another rally. Mm. And the second one was uh one of the buzzards rally t-shirts that becca hand becca buzzard handed me personally i'm like all right i'll have it like it's just weird to me not i just uh it's it's i don't know if it's a bad luck thing or what but like no 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 i think i think you're probably i mean the ceremony ones were always really good i still have i still have my ceremony one the the amazing kick-ass like um skull Mm -hmm. um i want to say it was 2014 okay yeah, I think it was 2014, San Francisco. That was a fucking great one. That's all I hear is San Francisco puts on re- pretty kick-ass rallies. Um, and I, I haven't really asked, what is the, what's the day-to-day of the gaskets now? Are you, are you guys still around? Are you still existent? So like, again, um, I know we've got like retirees. You know, it's like I said, a lot of them. You know, like a lot of us have like, you know, I for me, like I think that the most active members are. Um, Nicole, who's like really taken the torch and and pursued, especially in this like moped workshop thing, mm-hmm. um, she's been like very active in that. I think that like the rest of us, like I still love to ride. I'll ride like I I still love riding my fucking bike. I do. Like normally it's actually in here. Um, it, I keep it in the in the apartment, but it's stupid reasons I had to. Uh, uh, leave it over at donovan's for a little while but yeah i still love to ride i think that uh yeah hillary still loves to ride like um it's yeah you you never once you love it you really never stop loving it you know yeah yeah do you get out or are you riding every week still are you still are yeah i wish um now i wish I mean, we were we would try to do that we still do like uh you know when events happen like we'll have like a gas gets part of that like mm-hmm. usually um there'll be like a one of the days is like the guests get ride and we'll include it in that but it's like um uh we do like a christmas party every year still the guest gets and yeah. uh yeah we um i mean who knows when covid lets up yeah maybe we'll be yeah i, th- I think you i think yeah i'm telling i hear from the old guard of like uh maybe possibly like i'm telling you there's I think there's going to be a groundswell of new moped riders coming. I look at areas like Richmond, like mm-hmm. what Thomas and Ashley, the Rebel Rousers, uh, what Black Black and Small, like they've got 500 clubs there. It's fucking great. Um, I see the new people coming around St. Paul, Minneapolis. I see what's going on in Detroit. Detroit is going to be a fucking moped haven next year oh that store was so i i i um purposely flew out of detroit once so that i could get a couple of hours like off and go check out the store awesome yeah yeah yeah. really really great no i you know what i'm telling you people it's gonna be a resurgent and quit being but let's not outprice our bikes either people are getting a little crazy on some of these prices but I yeah. I've got to let some of my hobbits back out in the wild. It's hard, but I'll let them go. Um, 
I got to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I just uh, rambled. It was senseless. <laughs> no, it, it was great. It got me away from my structures, my timelines. I probably stuck my foot in my mouth at least 30 to 40 times, but whatever. I'm sure I did too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to thank you again. And just like everybody else who comes on Second Chance, a Moped Podcast, if you ever find yourself in the great state of Minnesota and you want to stay on the right side of the river, you have a place to stay at my house. Um, Amazing. Got a, yeah, yeah, I got a full workshop in my garage. I'm putting in heat right now. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of shit coming out of there this spring. New but, for 2021, heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring in the heat. Um, and with that, Gary, I got to remind you, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. They're so stupid. <laughs> Talk to you <laughs> so later. Bye-bye. See you later, man. Thanks. All right.